Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I am Pastor Jack King. I'm your host, and I am just excited as I always am on Sunday mornings to be with you here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant. Alive and well. We just talk about the church and what God is doing in His kingdom. This is show number 911 today. <laughs> I don't know whether this is an emergency or what, but anyway, show number 911. We have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another, and that has worked pretty well now for about 17 years of doing this show. And during that 17 years, I've been trying to track down somebody from Young Life to be on the show. And I am just thrilled to announce that I have uh, Brother Joel Kennedy right here in the studio, area director <laughs> for Young Life. Welcome. Thank you, Pastor King. Good it's to be good, here. It's good to be here. <laughs> you know, and I, it's it's been funny in a way because I've run across people that just, just meet them and they say, oh, they're with Young Life. I say, oh, good, good. Can, can you get somebody to be on the show? They said, sure. <laughs> and then it just <laughs> never happened. Doesn't happen, huh? And then God just put you and I together, and it's, here you are. And I'm excited. Well, we'll see what he's got for Well, I want to hear all about Young Life. And I, I, I shared this with you, and I'll just tell the radio audience. One time uh, back in the, I guess it was in the 80s, I was looking for a campground because I've been involved in youth all my ministry. I've been a pastor and stuff. Youth has always been one of my things. And, and I was looking for a youth camp for the southeast region of the Open Bible Churches. And I stumbled up on a Young Life camp. And uh, now it didn't work out for us to use that camp, but I just remember the ministry. And I, evidently, I must have talked to somebody there and uh, was impressed with it. And I, and I thought, well, I'd like to have somebody on the show. So now you're here. So tell us, what is Young Life? Well, Pastor King, Young Life is, uh, at its core, it's an adolescent outreach ministry. Um, we exist uh, in the hopes that every kid would have an opportunity to meet Jesus. Okay. Uh, we want to introduce kids to Jesus. We want to help them grow in their faith. Okay. Um, it began back in uh, 1940. Uh, a guy named Jim Rayburn was a youth pastor okay. at a church in Gainesville, Texas. Okay. And uh, Pastor... The head pastor there encouraged Jim to not worry about what was going on inside the walls of the church. He pointed outside, and there was a high school right across the street from the church, ah. and he said, I want you to go where they are. Really? And so that's what we do is we enter into the adolescent world, started with high school, and now science says adolescent stretches from 12 to about 25 years old. So we've got middle school, high school, college ministry, and Every type of kid that fits in that age group, we want to we want to reach them. And um, uh, the target would be kids who aren't interested in uh -huh. knowing the Lord. Um, now that gets a little gray when you're in the Bible Belt, you know. And there are kids who might go to church just because that's what they do, right. you know. Um, well, I'm Southern, and so I, I'm a Christian. Um, but what we're doing is we're trying to figure out where are they, um, what are they interested in, how are they plugged in, and we want to come alongside them and love them right in the middle of what they're dealing with and get them Let plugged in. Let me go in. back to Brother Rayburn. Yeah. Now, what was his first name again? Jim. Jim Rayburn. Do you know what he did? I mean, he, 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 I'm going to go across the street to the high school. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> now, now at, back in those days, 
the restrictions would have been a lot less than Correct. what he, he'd be dealing with now. But do you have any? I mean, it, books or anything that you've read is what he did. You know, I don't know when he was kind of commissioned to go across the street. Right. Exactly how it played out. Um, but I know uh, from there's several different books. Um, it's a book that his son wrote, uh, I believe, called "Dance Children Dance." Um, it, the diaries of Jim Rayburn have come out, and you know, it's gosh, 600 pages over several decades of just his journey in, in ministry. Huh. And the one thing I do know, and part of the reason you stumbled across a camp, is because what he figured out real quick is that kids love adventure. Uh-huh. And so as he met kids, he'd, he'd show up at the ball field, and he'd just be there. Right. Um, he would uh, get to know kids by figuring out what they loved, what their interests were, um, by being present. Mm-hmm. And as they realized he was there with no other agenda other than the fact that they mattered to him. Right, uh, right. Because they mattered to the God of the universe. Right. Uh, he'd get to know them, and they'd, they'd begin to be able to get to do stuff. And so he started organizing some camp trips, and they'd go camping, and they would figure out that there's a lot of life to be had mm-hmm. as they removed the distractions and they started to have the adventures, and kids started to open up. And as they knew that they were loved for who they were, not what they were doing, and not, not for an agenda, um, they really began to... Jim just had a way with kids, yeah. and they began to open up. See, to I, I, I would have loved to have met him. Because, I, cause I he, would have as well. he sounds like a guy that's just right after my own heart. Because what I've learned about young people is if you love them, and you show them you love them, and, and you don't come at them with, with a judgmental attitude, just, just love right, them, right. they'll love you back. I mean, yeah. it, may, it may be a process, but they will love you back because young people, they're just – they're just asking for that. They, just, they want to yeah, be loved. They, they want are. to be accepted. They, they want to have a relationship with you, even though uh, people say, well, okay. Like for in my case, as I'm, I'm older now and got gray hair, they say, young people don't have anything to do with you. Well, come to one of my camps. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, then tell me that. Because right. they will respond if you, I say that I'm a child of the 60s. So I say, if you dig them, they'll dig you back. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true. It just is. And so, so Brother Jim, he just goes where they are, shows them he loves them, he cares about them, because what he ended up establishing was, I'm assuming, a worldwide movement. Correct. And yeah, we are we are international ministry. Uh, we're in, I believe, 102 countries. That's amazing. And uh, from, from one guy, right out of Gainesville, Texas. One guy <laughs> who says, the pastor says, go across the street to the high school. And then you look back over these years and you say, well, how did all of this happen? Because, I mean, there was just him, but somewhere along the line, he was able to expand this thing. And I would love to know more about this. So you see, there's some books. There are um, the Diaries of Jim Rayburn, as I mentioned uh, a second ago. Kit Sublet put it together. Okay. Um, there's a book called uh, Dance Children Dance that I believe Jim's son Jim Rayburn the third. I wonder what that's about. That. <laughs> uh, Were they actually dancing or? <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it's it's been a while since I read it, right. but uh, I would assume or try to remember that the premise would be he's trying to awaken you to to the dance of life. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, there's another book called Back to the Basics of Young Life, and that really helps uh-huh. you understand the the history and and the foundation of what we're built on. Right. So, so now how did you get involved in it? Well, I got involved, um, gosh, it was, it's coming up on 26 years ago. I was a, a high school freshman 
Okay. And um, had just, I mean, it was first week of school. I got placed in a homeroom uh, where I was the only freshman. Everybody else in the class oh, was <laughs> juniors and I believe a few seniors. And, you know, if you if you remember back to what it was like when you're going through high school and trying to figure out who you are and where right. you fit in. Oh, yeah, I remember. They were all talking, <laughs> right. you know, and I'm over here at a table by myself, and I assume they're all talking about me, right? You know, because everybody, you right. know, is going to talk about you. They don't have anything better to do. Um, and I remember the bell rang, and I darted out of that classroom to go to, okay, I'm going to a freshman class now, people that are my people. Right. <laughs> and I'm walking down the hall, and I heard Joel. And I stopped, and I went, mm, no, I don't think he's calling me. And I heard Joel again, and I turned around, and it was Todd Day. Todd Day was a junior. He was the junior in uh-huh. high school, and he was in that homeroom with me. And I thought, oh, my gosh. One, how does Todd know my name? Number right. two, what's he about to pull over on me? He's, he's got something <laughs> right. that's going to just you know humiliate me. And I said, yeah. And I, you know, He said, what are you doing tonight? And it was a Monday night. I said, man, I it probably made something up to try to be pretty cool, you know. Um, reality is, I was probably going to go home and do homework and just kind of be a freshman trying to figure out who I am. <laughs> and Todd said, I know what you're doing. You're coming to Young Life with me tonight. Huh. And uh, I said, okay, whatever, you know. Right. Todd could have invited me to the <laughs> middle of the woods for, a, you know, some crazy party, and I would have said yes because yeah. it was Todd Day. Right. But he, he sure enough drove to my house. I remember him pulling into the driveway in his Nissan 4x4. I got into the pickup truck. He drove me to Young Life, and when I walked through the doors, we, we met at a barn, and when we walked in there, I saw every type of person from my high school was there. You know, the cool kids, the kids that loved uh, to study, the kids that loved drama, the athletic kids, you name it, they were all there, and they were having a blast. Huh. And nobody felt like they had to put on airs to be cool. Right. And... From that moment, I was hooked because I kind of found a place where I felt like I belonged. Right. Now, what was it about Todd Day that made him so cool to you? You know, Todd, he was a really good wrestler. Um, he was he, I tell people he was the guy that all the guys wanted to be and all the girls wanted to be with. Um, <laughs> he was just... But, but how did you know him? I mean, uh, I mean you, obviously you had met him somewhere before. Or I had never met him. Yeah. I just knew of him. Um, he was that guy around town that folks okay. knew. Okay. And... Uh, that's why I was kind of taken aback. Right. Todd, how does Todd know me? Okay. So I'm, I'm assuming this must have been a small town. Uh, well, it's similar size to you know Tallahassee. There really? Two, three hundred thousand folks there when when I was growing up. Huh. So, but this guy had made such an impact in the community. The people, yep. uh, Todd Day. Everybody knows Todd Day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know? That's amazing. <laughs> but so. but and he was a believer. He was. Well, you know the the fun thing that I I tell folks is Todd. Uh, you know, he's just like you and me. He he had met Jesus, and he believed him, and he loved him. Did he have all his stuff figured out? No. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up passing away oh my. Uh, probably about 10 years later. Huh. He struggled with drugs. Oh, my goodness. His entire, um, you know, adolescence. Right. And he knew Jesus was the answer, but he could not shake Oh is addicted goodness. to drugs. Oh my goodness! And, but, but yet, he he was evidently a very charismatic type of a guy. He was. Uh, he loved people, and and he knew he was loved, and that's why I tell people you you never know the impact you can have. You oh, don't yeah. have to have it all yeah. figured out. Right. Right. Todd knew Jesus, but he brought you there that night, and you're hooked. Yeah. I mean, young absolutely. life is, is is it. Now, 
Young Life, um, like in that school, is that pretty common across the, the country? I mean, if you go to, like here in Tallahassee, do you have those type of groups here? We do. We've got um, 10 different clubs, um, and they are, most of them, uh, the club would be for one particular school. And the reason behind that is we've got a team of leaders who will go to those schools. Here in Tallahassee, we've got a pretty uh, large college population, so our volunteer leaders are largely college students who give their time to enter into that world. And um, each school has a team of those leaders who will – they show up. We we call it a ministry of presence, and it's a ministry for the long haul because, like you said a minute ago, you know – if they know you, I think you said if you dig them, they'll dig you right, back. Right, right, right. Well, well, they've got to know that it's authentic. Uh-huh, they want to sure. know it's sincere. And so the more you show up and the more they realize, hey, you're here because I matter to you, the more they're, you're going to get traction. Um, when we're training our leaders, we tell them, don't be surprised when you show up. And it used to be you could go to the lunchroom. You know, and that was the best place to meet kids mm-hmm. because they're going to be there for a break. Right um, now, it's getting harder because of all the regulations. Just getting into the school, correct? Right. Um, and so, but what I tell them is, when you first meet a kid and you're getting to know them, don't be surprised if they kind of you know are standoffish. They right. kind of turn the other way. At times, they're even going to cuss you out. Yeah, you know? because they're also dealing with the peer pressure. Of, they're dealing uh, with uh, the peer the pressure. other kids that are watching. What are right. you doing with that old guy? Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah, well, they're dealing with that, and they also are wondering what's your angle. Right? Why right. are you here? You know, yeah. how do you want to use? But now, the volunteers that you're, as you say, a lot of our college are, are these here in Tallahassee. They are. Are these young people who were probably involved in Young Life before they came to college, or are you having that type of an impact on the campus? It is a, it's a mixture. Okay. Um, we will have folks who come up to Tallahassee and have been involved in Young Life, whether it's throughout the state of Florida, or, you know, around the country, and they know they want to be a Young Life leader, and so they'll come to college and. We're pretty intentional in trying to let them acclimate to being college kids who learn how to follow Jesus on their own because mm-hmm. they're not at home anymore. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff they can get into. Right. So we said, we want to give you some time to figure that out. We're going to get to know you and love you, and then we train you. And at the same time, we have a Young Life College ministry at FSU and TCC right now. This fall, we're really excited because we're launching one at FAMU. Wonderful. Um, but in all of those areas, the target audience for, for Young Life College is the same as it'd be for Young Life traditional high school ministry, for our wildlife ministry, middle school. It's we want to come alongside kids who have no interest in Jesus, and we want to show them how absolutely crazy about them right. he is. And so as kids get involved in college with that, they begin to go kind of that Acts 420, I think it is, where they go, you know, you – Paul and uh, well, was it Paul? I can't remember. <laughs> they were they were standing before uh, the temple court. You know, telling yeah, them, hey, you got to be Peter. quiet. Yeah, Paul did Peter. Come, it was Peter yeah, and yeah, Paul didn't uh, come John. into the scene to about the eighth chapter. Of, that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah. And they, you know, they they had just locked him up. Right. And uh, and then they said, okay, well, we don't have any reason to keep you in prison. Right. Right. Well, you stop telling people though about this Jesus. Right. Just, you've got to stop mm-hmm. that. And they in four twenty they said. You can figure out whether we should obey you right. or we should obey God. Right. But we can't help but tell about the things that we've learned. Absolutely. The things that we've seen. And that's what happens with these high school or these college kids is as they figure out who Jesus is, they go, 
okay, how do I can't keep this this? quiet? No, no. But now, as far as staffing, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're how many people do you have that actually are paid? Are most of your people volunteer? Most of them, we are largely a volunteer driven ministry. Um, We have right here in Tallahassee. Uh, myself and then Alyssa Bobian is our college coordinator. She's about to transition into an associate area director role. Um, for the last six years I've been here, we've been the only two full-time staff. Wow. We are adding Adler Corville, who will be our FAMU um, college director, and so we'll have three full-time and you're staff. You're working hard. I mean, we are. <laughs> <laughs> that, say, that old expression, you're not letting any grass grow under your feet. If you're keeping all these things going, and of course you're depending a lot on volunteer people, you right. you obviously have some very quality people working with you. Because what you have described to me, this is a lot. How many, you said you got four groups that meet across the we city? Have, we have 10 clubs 10. throughout the city. And That's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's a couple college clubs. There are four high schools that we're in. Um, two of them meet together, and we've got four middle school clubs, and then we've got what we call Capernaum Club, okay. and that's our special. And how ministry. often do they meet? Uh, during the school year, uh, most of them are weekly. Some weekly. of them are every other week, and then on the off weeks, they do our discipleship, which is what we call campaigners. Um, okay. and so now, is this during the day or in the evening? It varies. Okay. Um, yeah, it varies. It's... Uh, Based on school schedule, what fits best, none of them are connected uh, directly with a school, um, but we want to work alongside the school. So uh, our Swift Creek Middle School Club has met at the school during uh, sometimes. Um, currently, they meet on Tuesday nights. Uh, a lot of our clubs meet on Monday nights, and really? they could meet in. They meet anywhere from kids' homes, where you know the parents just open the door and say, "Meet here," or we might have some central locations like our Child's Club. Our Deer Lake Club and then our Capernaum Ministry, they all meet at the Northside Community Center um, up Meridian Road. I'm, I'm familiar with that because uh, Pastor Daniel Huba was my guest about three, four weeks ago, and they're, they've sold their property on the south side of town, and they're going to be putting their school in that Temporarily, and while they're oh, building their awesome. building, okay. So, I, so he told me about it. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have known what you were talking about. Yeah. But I'm familiar because of what he would tell me that okay. they've built this for the community. That's okay. correct. Yeah. So you're meeting there with which that's be a great location. What I understand. It is. And, and, and young people come. They do. But uh, how are you getting the word out at the, at the school? Are the school cooperating with you to say, hey, you can come in here and and uh, tell people what you're doing? How, how do you do that? Well, it varies from school to school with the faculty and, you know, what their preferences are, what their regulations are. And and our desire is to honor whatever it is they want us to do. Um, My hope is when we when we place a team of leaders at a school, our goal is I say, I want you to become a part of the fabric of that school. That young life would just be another thing that everybody's aware of. They know they're welcome and they they can come. And so. I encourage our leaders build relationships just like we want to build relationships with the kids build relationships with the custodians with the faculty okay let them know you're here for them not hey can we come to lunch or what can we right. get from y'all and then but are, are you allowed to be on the campus it depends Lincoln High School uh, allows us in um, but you have to go in check in we, with we the check office in, right and, you can't just show they up they give you a badge but to you'll wear get a name badge yeah and, right, right. Um, some of the schools will give us uh, access if you get parents 
to sign some permission slips and you go through the uh, regulations you know all of our volunteer leaders go through background checks and all that kind okay. of stuff but um, again it just varies from so, school so to school. you're going to find out okay uh, this particular school what is your requirements right and you're going to submit to that whatever whatever it takes yep. whatever hoops you want to put us put me through I'll we'll we'll jump that's <laughs> you right tell us what we want to what do we'll do it your way yep and then you gain their confidence mm-hmm. because they say, look, these people, are, they're willing to follow the rules. And then you're able to actually get into the school. Maybe you, know, you mentioned eating lunch with them, and you said mm-hmm. that's kind of hard. Is that still a possibility? You know, it's it's possibility. Um, what I'm figuring out, I've, uh, I've been doing uh, full-time staff for 18 years. And so over the course of that 18 years, I've seen – the changes right, you right. know we didn't have school shootings when i first came on staff uh-huh. you know and stuff like that was right. not um the norm right um and so you understand a lot of the regulations what i'm trying to get through to our leaders though is some of them think the only place they can meet people is in lunchrooms and so i say no it's it's we train them to think well you're going to a foreign mission field right if you're going to you know if pastor king you're going to paris and you're getting ready to go. You're going to want to get to know what are the customs like in Paris. Right, what, are, right. what are the what's the language? What's <laughs> cool to wear, and what would be frowned upon? Those kind of things. We say, hey, figure out the same thing. If I'm going to place you as a young life leader at Leon High School, get to know. We have no access on Leon. You can't you can't go to lunches at Leon. Okay, so get that out of your mind. But do you think that those kids live 24 hours of their life in that? school right no they leave they go to they go to eat lunch at the whataburger if you go to the whataburger they're going to be there yeah, all they, hours of the day they pretty much worn a path over to that little that's store right. That's right. <laughs> across was that meridian mm-hmm. yeah that little mm-hmm. store over there yeah they pretty much so, got that payment smoothed up there. yeah so we we train our leaders to pay attention to where kids are right. hanging out right because we really do want to meet them where they are mm-hmm. and so you know, if they've got access, if the coaches agree to it, um, and they've built a good relationship with them, they'll help out with a cross country team, or you know, coach them, or they'll go watch practice just to let kids know, hey, okay. you've got some folks in your corner that think you uh, really, really matter. So and, it's uh, a process to to work at. It is, and again. Uh, a lot of these people who are doing this are volunteer people. Right. And so th- their time is, they have to work their time around it. Mm-hmm. But they're obviously committed to doing what they're doing, and, and they want to be a success at it. And so they're, they're going to figure this out, as, as you said. That's right. What's the best way to go about doing this? Yeah. And so right now, uh, with the 10 different meetings you're, you're going to, these are all, as you said, connected to either school or two schools. Correct. Some of them are like right. two schools are meeting together. Mm-hmm. So you still got a lot of schools that you could get we in. We got a lot, but, of but but you're looking at personnel, right? That's <laughs> okay. right. Now this is where we come in here on the gospel on the radio talk show is to say to the folks who are listening, brother Joe has some opportunities for you. <laughs> <laughs> so if if somebody was listening and they say, "Hey, I, I like that. I want to be involved," what would they have to do? Well, I would say shoot us an email. Okay. TallahasseeYL at gmail.com and uh, we would love to connect with you. There's a lot of different opportunities. You know, here in Tallahassee, as I said, we're largely uh, collegiate volunteers, 
but we're not limited to that. Right. And we've got such a unique opportunity in Tallahassee that we're not just a college town. There are oh, yeah, so absolutely. many folks from, right. you know, if you, we say if you're 18 and, and up, if you're out of high school and you've got a love for Jesus and you've got a love for kids, give us a call and we'll we'll teach now, you the do rest. Do you have uh, training classes? We do. We've got, you know, we've got the ability to be so for our college folks, we put them through a, you know, semester long training course. Um, for other folks that want to get involved and maybe um, you know, they've got a 9 to 5 job, we've got the ability to do some online training. We can send them some videos and they answer some questions that sends it back to me and then we'll get together for coffee. Right. And we'll talk through it. Well, the big we'll thing, ready. I would think, just just listen to what you've already said, is that they want to find your heart. In other words, what are the do's and the don'ts? Mm-hmm. What is it that you say, no, 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 we don't, we don't do that. Right, right. <laughs> that, that's the type of thing to really get to know, which they're not going to necessarily get from a video. They're going to get some good stuff from the video. Mm-hmm. But since you are the area director, they, they need to know, you know, what – this is what Brother Joel thinks. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's where the one-on-one in your part of it. That's right. Uh, so you have those opportunities for somebody. We because do. like I told you a few minutes ago, a guy my age, you say, well, could a guy my age go into a high school and build relationships with young people? And I say, absolutely, if you've got a heart that's for, right. for them. That's right. And you, uh, you're willing to love. And you cannot go in Oh, well, that's not the way we did it in my day. No, 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 no. You've you got to look beyond all of that. Yeah. Because what I have discovered is that, okay, now now they wear a lot of tattoos that we didn't wear in the 60s. Okay. We, we wore, uh, in other words, your shirt had to match with your socks. I mean, th- that's the way we did it. Right, okay. right. Don't worry about all that. Mm-hmm. Because the, the thing, the, the outward trappings have changed a lot. But that's what's right. inside that's the heart is not changed. really hasn't changed because of the they they want to be loved they want to be needed they want to be accepted and if you can do that right <laughs> you can't you can't go in with the Archie Munker, Munker mentality <laughs> that's right <laughs> you just gotta go in and just say I, I want to love you like you are mm-hmm. now all that other stuff that that they're going to stop doing that someday on their own anyway. Right. Because when they get to be adults, they're going to change. Mm-hmm. Those are just trapping. So don't worry about all of that. So, yeah. And, that, of course, I, I, now I talked about men, but women the same way. Absolutely. Uh, uh, a, a, young, a woman who's lived a little bit of life can have a lot of good input. Right. Into the lives of a lot of these young ladies and stuff like that. And even if you don't feel called to particularly be a volunteer leader and, and go right onto the front lines. We've got a lot of adults who work behind the scenes to go. help do this as I well. I bet you do, so, yeah. You know, because the relationships with the faculty and the relationships with churches in our community and all those kind of things, I can't do that on my own. We need adults who know those folks. Well, I'm just wondering doors. how you get any of it done because just, yeah. just what you've laid out here to me uh, is just two staff people. <laughs> now, do you have – secretarial people working for you you know uh we have had administrators over the years um we just hired a new administrator that i'm particularly fond of my wife came on as our part-time administrator (laughs) and um we're we're testing the waters you know we went through a pretty good process try to make sure that was gonna be a healthy thing for us and a healthy thing for the ministry but um we do have a lot of a, a lot of help from her in that area and then our national office um, really does try to provide a lot of support as well, okay. based out of Colorado Springs. And give them that, that web address again? The web address? Right. Um, or how do they get in touch with you? Oh, yeah, Tallahassee YL 
as in Young Life, TallahasseeYL at gmail.com. Well, here are opportunities, and I like to present this to the radio audience because I have a lot of different guests to come in and talk a lot of different things. And and I say, some things, you say, well, no, that's not for me. And then somebody says, oh, that's that's my niche. Mm -hmm. Well, this may be your niche. And it is. Brother Joel said, hey, I've got work for you to do if you want to do it. And also, uh, I would imagine that you could probably use some financial help. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Certainly. So so if somebody wanted to just send you some money, how would they do that? Well, you can go to tallahassee.younglife.org, O-R-G, and there is a giving link right there. You can give online. Um, Of course, you can contact us uh, through that email address, tallahasseeyl at gmail.com, and we'd love to talk to you a little bit more. Um, We do love, uh, you know, folks that want to partner with us financially, but I'd love to just be able to talk to Mm -hmm. to anybody that's interested because we want you to understand what you're a part of. Well, I know that that, uh, a lot of times in what we call parachurch ministries, Mm -hmm. the people who are out there in the field doing the work, they're having to raise a lot of their own support because the the, the national organization can't do that. Nope. And so so they have to depend on people who's willing to see the value Mm -hmm. of what's happening here right? and say, well, yeah, that's an area I want to invest in. And from what I'm hearing from you, I'm I think it's a good investment, even though I don't yeah. I don't I mean, as far as my knowledge of young life, other than the, the campground that I stumbled up on sure. and uh meeting you, I don't know a whole lot about your organization mm-hmm. but but uh uh you got a heart for young people and I'm 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 for that. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. Uh, this is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I get to do this every Sunday and I do appreciate WTSM for Give us this opportunity to do this. And uh, I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry. We're located at 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We are in the uh, Crescent Park Plaza. We're between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. So if you're heading toward Park Avenue on Capital Circle, look for us on the right-hand side of the road. We'll have signs out there for you on Sunday mornings. We do love having visitors. Again, 1105 us. That's our website. Also, to let you know that these broadcasts are put on podcast, and you can find it there probably next week. This is show number 911. If you want to listen to it a little bit later or have somebody else listen to it that you know, that'd be fine. Again, just type in Pastor Jack King Tallahassee, and it'll come up, and you can choose from whatever show you want to listen to. We also have the daily broadcast on there as well. And uh, AAA Constant Comfort, heating and air conditioning. They've been helping me do this show from the time we started back in 2002. 893-9566. If you need a new unit or get the old one repaired, they are the guys to call. AAA Constant Comfort. Now, Brother Joel, I made a few notes here. This is uh, uh, Joel Kennedy. He is with Young Life, which is a ministry to young people. And I'm excited just to hear about it. Uh, The meetings that you have. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell us what happens in those meetings. Yeah, well, uh, at those meetings, we call them, uh, we used to say they were 60, 60 minutes or so of controlled chaos. Um, <laughs> the hope behind that time Organized is Organized that, confusion. That's right, that's right. <laughs> we know where we're going, uh, and we're going to get there. Right. But uh, it's designed to be a place where every kid that comes feels welcome from the get-go. That when they walk through that front door, they know they've got a place where they belong. And um, everything that we do during that time at what we call a club meeting 
is um, designed to point them to Jesus, to, to help them feel included and w- want to listen uh, to who this man is. So we've, we've got a lot of crazy games that we'll do. We've got a lot of singing that we'll do that uh, might go along with songs they'd hear on the radio. Um, we do a lot of songs that they'd, they'd be familiar with because we want them to Oh, I know that song, uh-huh. and all, okay, I belong here. Great, but it's songs that they would recognize that also point to what they really long for. Now, are we um, talking about secular music or correct? Christian, yeah, Christian music? secular music. So, so, what do you change the lyrics, or how, how do you do? That? No, and it's it's pretty intentional. We uh, we try to be uh, careful to choose songs that aren't going to point see. away from Jesus, but are okay. you know going to point to life and okay. and. Uh, a guy that trained me when I was in college to be a Young Life leader, and now he's actually been working for Young Life Divisional Training. He said, if you want to know the questions that kids are asking, listen to secular oh, music. No doubt. And uh, and so we, we try to help hmm. them think about the questions they're asking. Right. And then uh, at the end, we point towards the uh, the truth with some, right. some more content. Songs. A few years ago, I, was, uh, I did the speaking at my youth camp. Okay. And one night, because I built up this, but one night I literally listed the lyrics of the songs that they listened to. Those young people were embarrassed. Hmm. And they were hanging their head, and some of them were on their phone deleting. And they said, no, we didn't know those words were in there. And that's, that's true. They, they hear a lot of the music and the beat. They don't hear the words, but I guarantee you the words are getting in. Right. So, so you're taking their words. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So we do that, and... You know, all of the in that hour, it's it's kind of a funnel to to the gospel, and so we we do a lot of high energy games that would include everybody. We do some songs that have got a lot of energy. To, you know, they've had a who knows what kind of baggage they're carrying when they right. show up oh, from yeah. pressures from home, school, work, friends. Yeah, and we want them to drop that at the door and just be kids for a little while. And then, uh, so we'll we'll pull a few of them up, and we'll do some upfront games, really celebrating them. Uh, we want to lift them up as the hero. We'll have some of our leaders uh, really making fun of ourselves. We'll dress up in costumes. We'll have some repeatable lines where, you know, we come out each week and we'll say those same things, and all of a sudden they start to say them with us, and they feel like they are included. They see us laughing at ourselves, and they learn to take themselves less seriously. And then we'll slow things down, and we'll sing a couple songs that are, are very Christian, content songs that we call. Um, when, when Jim Rayburn first started it, they had songbooks they'd throw out, and they were gospel songs. And I know some of the uh, older staff that I've had a privilege of hearing some of their stories, they, as they came to Jesus from coming to Young Life, they said, I'd be in the shower, and I'd be singing a gospel song, uh-huh. and I didn't know what the words meant. But the Lord was writing them You're on my heart. Getting in spirit you know, with just, it. You know, it's just, he's writing it on. And then at the very end of every uh, club that we have, one of our leaders will get up, and they will give a talk, um, usually 10, 12 minutes long, that is on our friend's level, whether they're middle school, high school, college, we're meeting them where they are, speaking them in terms they can understand. And our hope in these, these talks is we're, we're walking them through the gospel, and we're trying to bring Jesus to life. Wow. Um, we want them, you know, Jim Rayburn said that Jesus is the most attractive, grandest man to ever walk the face of the earth. And if kids would, would get a glimpse of who he is and, and really grasp that, how would they not want to follow wow. him? Wow. 
So that's that's our heart is we want them to go, oh my gosh, I had no, like I tell our leaders, if you're sitting at, you know, picture that kid that's sitting in the back of the room and whatever it looked like for you when you were that distracted kid, you know, today they'd probably have a hood over their, you know, head and they'd have their oh, phone yeah. and they're yeah, staring you, at the phone. You've got the picture, and, you know, you're right. <laughs> they're not looking up. Yeah. And what we want to do is we want to get them to take their headphones out, put their hood off and sit up and go, Pastor King, I, I want to hear more. I had no idea huh. that that's who this Jesus is. Yeah. So. Yeah, see, when you when you drew that picture right there, uh, all of a sudden he says, "Yeah, that's 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 your work. It's ahead of you because yeah. there's a, there's a lot of them, yeah. you know, just, just just like that. And the fact that you got them there, that's a huge part of the hurdle right there. It is. And, and but but what would even cause that young person to even come? I mean, somebody they knew at school is that kind of. You know, there's a lot of different ways. I think one of the things I'm most excited about what's going on here in Tallahassee is we've got a lot of kids who are beginning to get really excited about what they're experiencing. And they still don't have it all figured out, just like my friend Todd Day, but they know they want to be a part of it. Uh And so we're trying to equip them. We're trying to help them understand the, the impact that they can have. And so they'll be in their school. You know, if we can't go to lunches, you're in your school. You know your friends right, that need to right. know this. Load up your car and bring them to Young Life. And so you'll have kids come because their friends invited them. You'll have kids come because they've heard about Young Life forever and they want to come see what it's out about. They're curious. You'll have them come because a leader invited them. Most of the time they're coming because somebody personally invited them. Which is um, one of their peers generally. Uh, a lot of times it's that or it's a, it's a volunteer leader. Um, but, you know, whatever got them through the doors, we're excited they're there. There's a lot of kids who go, man, there's there's some guys that go, there's a lot of attractive girls here. I'm going to come because the girls are coming. You know, and I say, I don't care what them right. got them through the doors. Right. They're going to have an encounter with Jesus. Right. right. And when they meet this man, all that other stuff, like you said, it's it's going to fade Right, quick. right. But but in any given meeting, and I know this is kind of hard to, to say, mm-hmm. how many visitors do you generally get to show up? It really does vary with the school. Um, you could have anywhere from uh, a small, uh, intimate group of like 10 folks to 150. It just really? depends on what club you're at. Now, our, our college clubs uh, usually average closer to 100 every week. And at the beginning of the year, they might have a couple hundred coming. Wow. Um, then our high school clubs, a lot of them probably average between 50 and 75 kids coming. Um, but I, I, you know, we are just scratching the surface of what what oh, God could. You're do. right, but you're so. but you're you're doing a great job. It sounds to me like, but it sounds to me like you need some more help. We do, we do. <laughs> so I want to I want to pitch that again for you. If you're, well, I appreciate if it. If you're out there listening, listen. Uh, give Brother Joe a call. Or he, he, you can respond to him through the email, which is uh, uh, Tallahassee Y Y-L Y-L at gmail dot gmail dot com. Okay, just. Talk to him. I mean, read his heart. Let him, let him tell you what's going on. And, and uh, there might be a place here for somebody to, to come along and help because uh, you're you're you got ten clubs and we're talking about all the way from uh, you're starting in middle school or grade school. Middle school, middle school, sixth grade through college. Yeah, and in between the middle schools and the high schools in this community, we have more than ten. I assure you. Oh, that's right. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is that. Uh, everything has to have that that uh, momentum to it. 
Right. In other words, if you if you send out a new couple or start in a new group, mm-hmm. okay, you mm-hmm. may have just a few when right. you start. That's right. But it sounds to me like you've got the formula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, of course, I'm, I'm thinking about this when you're talking about that you go ahead and you, you, you sing songs that they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in the military, when I went into boot camp in Orlando, in the Navy, I went to the chapel service. They had a big, nice chapel there on the, on the, the, the Navy base. And it was just for the kids at boot camp or mm-hmm. young people at boot camp. And back in those days, we sang the songs. It was like a uh, green, green grass for home. That was a very popular song at the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm leaving on the jet plane. Right. And the, mm-hmm. but what the what the young man said the the chaplain he said you know when I first started here he said that there'd be just three or four of the recruits that would come out and there'd be a lady that would play the piano and they'd be playing hymns and nobody would come he says I started singing songs he recognized and the place was packed yeah and he'd always present the gospel to us so mm-hmm. you're you're what you're doing is it you're you're, you're as you've described the meetings it's it's all a process. When they first come, they're not going to feel, oh, this is just not a church thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, you're going to trick them. <laughs> that, not say that. Yeah. <laughs> but but you've obviously this works if so you you do it. But when they come, they don't feel alienated at all. Well, this is this is fun. And there's a evening rolls along. You're you're taking opportunities because you're you're winning them. Right, and you're becoming the friend. I mean, we say it's earning the right to be heard. There you, you go, know? and that's that's what we want to do. And so. then, then you present the gospel, and then of course, the more they come back, the more they learn, they grow, all of those things, and because then, then you're hoping that they become uh, the ones that goes out and tells to, right. to bring the new ones in. Wow! Now you have camps. Mm-hmm. Tell us mm-hmm. about the camps. Yeah, we've got, uh, I'm not positive on the number, somewhere in the neighborhood of 26 camps uh, around the world. Most of them located right here in um, the United States. Um, we do a week-long summer camp trip for all uh, different clubs. So we'll have a middle school trip to Southwind, that camp you stumbled across uh, right outside of Ocala. We've got a high school trip where we go up to Colorado this year. We're going to go to uh, Cricket Creek Ranch right outside of Winter Park, Colorado. And um, and then we do some other discipleship type camps. As, as kids get interested in Jesus, we take them a little bit deeper. But the heart behind these camps, um, our outreach camps are almost using the word camp as a, as a bad way to describe them. Because, you know, I grew up, I was in the Boy Scouts. I did, you know, um, was a counselor at my church camp. And so I remember roughing it. And these camps are more like resorts. Um, I mean, they're <laughs> right. it's top-notch food. Uh, the meals are served to them, all you can eat, and we sit in tables round, uh, seeing each other's faces. And part of the reasoning behind that is because how many kids these days get to sit at a family meal and have mm-hmm. conversations about their day? And we want them to experience that. How many of them get to eat a really good meal? Uh, and they'll they'll sleep in cabins that are really nice cabins, air conditioned, all that good stuff. And they get to have a lot of high adventure. You remember earlier when I said Jim figured out kids long for adventure. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. So we give them opportunities to you know out in Colorado they're going to have a chance to ride on what we call ridge runners. They're kind of cross between dune buggies and go karts. Um, okay. They do horseback riding. They'll do high ropes courses. Um, all of it designed to awaken their hearts and let them know, hey, you were made for more. 
I hope that you've enjoyed our interview with uh, Joel Kennedy from Young Life. Uh, I'm Pastor Jack King. I'm your host. And, uh, well, it's just a joy to be able to do this every Sunday morning and bring to you uh, uh, many people who have great vision for the calling of God in their lives. And, of course, Brother Kennedy is one. And uh, to share with us uh, this ministry of Young Life, I've been curious about it for a long, long time. And I'm just thinking about this uh, trip that he's going to be taking to Colorado with a group of young people. And of course, I've made many, many a trip with young people. And I know how that, uh, well, it can be challenging at times. And to go all the way to Colorado, I've just, uh, uh, as I've heard this today, I thought to myself, I'm going to hold this brother up in prayer. Because that's a that's a long trip, and uh, I have made that trip to Colorado <laughs> with young people a couple of times, as a matter of fact. And uh, I can, like I say, I know how challenging it can be, and so uh, he's now on my prayer list. Something that I want to make sure that you're aware of, and and that's just simply the youth camp that I'm going to be doing here. Uh, just a few weeks away, uh, August, uh, starts on August the 5th. It goes from August the 5th to the 9th. That's Monday through Friday. It's a uh, camp that makes up two camps in one, a junior camp and a senior camp. And the senior camp goes from 12 to 18, and the junior camp goes from 8 to 12. And the 12-year-olds, they can go either way. They can go junior or senior camp according to their age, uh, not, not age, but according to their stature or maturity or whatever it is that we determine. Or a lot of times we let the young people determine it. But anyway, uh, making you aware of it and let your children know if you're an adult, uh, I encourage you to send them. Uh, five six seven one seven zero three. That's my cell phone. You can give me a call. And we'll give you all the details about it. It's over in Defuniac Springs. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm just a, a believer in youth camp. And, of course, Brother Kennedy and I, we have that in common. Uh, love young people, love working with young people, and uh, love youth camp. And just seeing the impact that it has in people's lives. So I uh, want you to let's get behind this. I need counselors. I need campers, and uh, I could use some financing. If you have a heart for this type of thing and you want to make a contribution to the camp or maybe finance a, a camper to $130 registration fee, perhaps maybe you'd like to pay for a camper to go to camp. So uh, any way you can help, I'd appreciate it very, very much. Again, 567 well, thank you so much for tuning in today. A couple more things before we go today. First of all, uh, uh, I am the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. I am the pastor there, and I love it when uh, visitors come to visit with us. And you can just bless my heart and just show up and bring the family. We love visitors. We love having families. Uh, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We're in the Crescent Park Plaza. And uh, if you don't know where that is, that is uh, it's across the road from the federal prison, but it's also between Easterwood Drive and Park Avenue. So let's say you're heading Capital Circle toward Park Avenue. 
Look for us on the right-hand side. We put signs out on Sunday morning so that you can find us easy. We're in a storefront there. But we love uh, when people come and uh, and share that time with us. We worship the Lord. It's just a precious time to me. So come and see us. FRCM.us. That's the website. You can uh, check us out there. And uh, we'll just have a great time of, of ministry together at Freedom Road Christian Ministry. Well, the thing about it is that we've got the fall schedule ahead of us here. And uh, I'm always looking for people to come and share their heart and passion for ministry here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show. So this is my invitation to you. If you are involved in Christian ministry, then I would like for you to call me and let's schedule a time that we pre-record the shows. If you're a pastor, you don't have to worry about missing your Sunday morning service because we wouldn't want that to happen. We generally do it. I like to do them on Tuesday evenings, if at all possible, about 8 o'clock in the evening. You come in, take a couple hours to get the, uh, the whole thing done, and you'll be on your way. And I'll appreciate it very, very much. So if you are involved in Christian ministry, call me. And uh, uh, people say to me all the time, well, Pastor King, what, what will we talk about? <laughs> it's amazing how people don't think they can talk about themselves for an hour, but, but you can and I just tell people, I say, we're going to talk about your passion, the passion in your heart that God has called you to do and what you are doing for the kingdom of God. We're going to talk about that. And uh, we're going to allow your passion to lead the show. And it does. It's amazing. It does. And uh, uh, of all the shows that I've done over all these years, I've not had anybody that could not finish the show. <laughs> so we'll get it done, and uh, well, folks will enjoy it. And I will appreciate it very, very much because, as I say, we've got to tell the story. Because if we don't tell it, then uh, it's not going to be told right. And if we let the world tell our story, that's a shame. So we've got to tell it, and this is the opportunity to do so. We just appreciate the, the fact that God has made this available to us. So I'm encouraging you to take advantage of it. Call me, 567-1703 on my cell phone, and let's set up a time to get you here so that we can talk about your ministry and your passion for the things of God, and the Lord will bless it. And um, we always close the uh, broadcast out with prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for your blessings. I thank you, Father God, for ministry and the opportunity to do ministry and to serve you in such a way. And Father God, I pray for Brother Kennedy, and Lord, the young life, and Lord, for what you have called them to do, for their passion for the things of God. And we, we pray over this trip to Colorado that God would keep them safe as they travel. And Lord, there'll be a great time of ministry. And Father God, we pray over our city. We pray over Tallahassee. We pray for our uh, wonderful state of Florida. We pray, God, for our country. And Lord God, we pray for your kingdom. And God, that it would grow, that it would expand, and we give you all the glory and all the praise. These things we do pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next Sunday morning. May the Lord bless you.